hello everybody this is your girl donna m aka the urban mommy and i am back today is thursday august the 10th that means it is time for 20 minute tea that is the time in which i go over the news and come back with the trending topics that you need to know about so i watch the news so you don't have to with that being said let's jump right on in the first story is Tory Lanez. Y'all know we've been hearing about this story for the last three years. So back in July 2020, Tory Lanez, Megan Thee Stallion, a friend and the bodyguard were leaving Kylie Jenner's house at a party. Some incident happened inside the car. They got out. Tory started shooting at the ground or whatever. Megan was hit. Police were involved and then everything else just went downhill from there. However, after a long time going through trial and hearing all the social media trials that were going on, Tory Lanez was sentenced to 10 years in Los Angeles County Superior Court. That was for assaulting Megan Thee Stallion. So he was found guilty a couple of months ago on all three charges. So that's assault with a firearm, illegal possession of a firearm, and negligent discharge. I'm not gonna lie, when I first saw it, I was like, that's a little intense to say she just got shot in the foot. But again, that's just me probably being a little desensitized because all the violence we have in the world. She shouldn't have been shot in the foot, the toe, the fingernail, nowhere, she shouldn't have been shot at all. So at the end of the day, we have to, you know, hold these people accountable. And I'm not team Tory and I'm not team Megan, I'm just team what's right. And what's right is basically, you can't shoot people especially for something like that. You know, if you defending yourself, that's a different story, but. Case. Um, the prosecutors were trying to get the maximum for Tory, which I believe was 22 years because of the circumstances of the case. And the circumstances was that only people, the only people that know what happened was the four people that was out there. However, Tory and his camp allowed all kind of alternative facts like your boys say to get out about this case and instead of shutting those rumors down or trying to address it they basically just let it go and for two years Megan the Stallion was the victim not the victim sorry she was the the villain when she should have been the victim um she was humiliated she was taunted they called her liars and all kind of stuff all because of basically the story that they allowed to put out there. Um, he made a statement to the judge basically saying that he was sorry, which is a whole new tune because he was never remorseful before, but now he's saying that he's sorry and you know he loves her even though there's issues between them. Um, but Megan was over it. Megan said for once the defendant must be forced to face the full consequences of his heinous actions and face justice. Maybe had he not launched that entire campaign to humiliate and traumatize her, maybe she would have been a little bit more accepting. But he laid up there and made a whole album talking about her. Drake even jumped in, which, you know, Drake loved to jump in stuff like that. I love Drake. But he even said something, basically implying that she was lying. So in addition to you being shot, you also being treated like you did something when you were the one that got shot. So <sighs> that's that part. Um, like I said, which is sad. The next story is a Queens doctor is charged with drugging and assaulting patients. And he actually did it on, did it on camera. His name is Zai Allen Chang. 
Annis was at a prominent New York hospital. He's a gastroenterologist, and he has over 50 counts of rape, sexual abuse, assault, unlawful surveillance. He drugged these women. Um, he was giving them liquid anesthesia. Uh, what else? Fentanyl, LSD. He, he he just was just doing a little bit too much. It started because he did something similar to his girlfriend. He raped her and drugged her. Once they came and they started investigating, they looked at his phone and they saw that there were also videos that he recorded of other women that he did this to, which included women that he was, he was dating and women inside of the hospital. All this took place over seven years. The scary part is that there's another doctor that was just recently sentenced to 20 years, an OBGYN, also in New York, that was doing the same thing, similar, not the same, but very similar things. And of course, that's taking advantage of their patients. That doctor, the hospital had to pay a $236 million settlement to over 220 patients for, for these cases. So it's kind of strange. And if you look into it, it's, it's scary as a woman or as a man to know that you have somebody that can be um, taking advantage of your body you know, if you're in a hospital and you're unconscious. So they're taking the oath to protect you, but they are violating you in the worst way. Now, he was arrested, talking about chain here. He was arrested back in November and he was fired in December. Um, and he has been in Rikers Island since. If you know anything about Rikers, y'all already know what's going on for my boy, Zai. And the next story is one that has been probably getting millions and millions and millions of views over and over because every time you watch this video, you see something that you didn't see the first time. So basically what this is, I call it the Riverboat Rumble, or they say the Sweet Tea Party, or the Riverboat Brawl. This was a situation in which a 62-year-old deckhand was trying to stop a group from parking or they were already parked. He was just trying to get them to move their boat so that the big boat could actually dock. Um, and they say that actually went on for about 40 minutes, not the fight part, but the arguing back and forth to move your boat. He started trying to call the police and all. That's why the police were so close because he had initially called the police to get them to move the boat. Basically, they got upset. You know, they probably were already intoxicated. They jumped on him. They basically jumped him. As they jumped him, his crew, which was on the boat, they actually saw this happen. They really couldn't do anything to get to him because they saw what was happening. One of the guys, 16-year-old boy, they call him Aquaman, he actually jumped off the boat and swam to help Mr. Pickett. That's his name. Now, the captain of the ship, who's a white guy, um, Captain Cottrell, he actually said that he thought that it was racially motivated that they did that. Um, and he's saying that it was basically racially motivated. He said, now, the second part, which was what seemed like black versus white, wasn't that he said it was just basically everybody trying to help up for what was what was right and that's from the captain um it was a lot a lot was going on there was somebody hitting people with chairs i mean it was a lot of course some people was a little intense but i mean in that moment we can't say what we would do we can't say what we wouldn't do um somebody did try to break it up the guy in the beginning of the fight was someone with the white shorts on he tried to break it up but they were all on him too so you know and at the end i believe the guys the original guys who started the fight three of them were arrested because they started it now let me give a shout out to alabama because they have been doing a really good job 
handling issues lately. Alabama historically has a very bad um, reputation when it comes to like black and white issues, but between my girl Carly Russell and this situation, they have been doing their thing. They went to the FBI and tried to get this looked at as a hate crime or inciting a riot and not sure how or why the FBI did not see fit, but that is definitely a riot. And it's, I would say it's a hate crime too, but you know, maybe they said it was just a coincidence that he was a black guy or at least elder abuse. He's 62 years old, but on to the next story. So the next story is basically, um, some apocalyptic stuff that's been going on. There has been some extremely bad weather all over. And one of them was Hurricane Dora. She is bringing bad winds and all kind of other stuff to Hawaii. Uh, I will show you a video on that. In Hawaii right now, it is a lot going on. There are wildfires everywhere. They actually had people jumping into the ocean to get away from the fire. So it's some stuff that you see on movies. So for those of us that like movies like 2020 and stuff like that, a lot of stuff that we saw, it's kind of scary because it's actually coming to fruition. So the bad weather, y'all know we we in the South right now. We we burling down here. And y'all say burling, that's how we talk. That means boiling for um, everybody that's not from New Orleans. Boiling, that means we're hot, but we say we burling. So it's burling down here. We like 115, 115 degrees. Well, that's what it feel like. I think Texas got up to like 117. It has been extremely hot. There is really bad weather. And um, where's the bad weather? Up the whole East Coast is full of um, bad weather. So it's like a lot going on that a lot of people don't even know about. The news isn't really talking about it too much, but there's a lot going on. This, I believe, is in Tennessee. This is in Slovenia. So that's actually in Europe. So Europe is actually having these situations too. So bad weather, that's why I say apocalyptic because it's like end of the world type situations going on. Just really, really bad. I'm not trying to sound like that girl, but you know, it is what it is. So that's, just check the weather out. That's Tennessee again, I believe. So it's, it's a lot that's going on um, with the weather. It's kind of scary. But, you know, we're going to make it. We're going to survive. We all have faith. Um, and we only could do what we can do. We're going to have prayers for those people. Because I believe two people died. And I think three people may have died in Hawaii. Three people may have died in the storms in the east. But a lot is going on. So we pray for everybody that's in the path of those storms. And the fires as well. All right. And actually, one of those days, Beyonce had a concert and because of the bad weather, she actually paid a hundred thousand, I think, to allow the trains to run an extra hour so that people can get home from her concert. So shout out to the Queen Bee for that. Now, if you are one of those people that's into global warning, I know a lot of times we hear them talking about global warning and most of us like me, like, what are they talking about? What is that? But this is what the global warning people are scared about. So you see how we've been having this hot weather and all this strange apocalyptic things going on. This global warming is concerning because it's called like a tipping point. So the temperatures being so hot, there's glaciers that's melting, that melted 
ice goes into water, which goes into the ocean, which causes uh, flooding and everything else. So you can look into that if you want, but I just wanted to just bring it up to your attention because if people start talking about global warming, you want to know where it's coming from. The next story is Kim Kardashian has been called out by C-Murder's victim victim's family for supporting prison release. So y'all know Kim Kardashian took the baby bar and she has been trying to help exonerate people who she feel were wrongly accused or um, wrongly sentenced or harshly sentenced. That is her thing. She has been trying to help get um, people out. And for the last, I think it said, um, this happened in 2002 when he was arrested um, for killing someone back in Harvey, which is on a, not far from New Orleans. It's right on the West Bank of New Orleans. And he um, went to jail. But if you watch a couple of the TV shows, the, the cases that talk about it, it pretty much points to he did not do it. But the issue here is that he knows who, who did it and he did not rat. But that's, you know, street code and see murder like he not talking. So... You know, we'll see what happens with that part. Um, but, you know, it's a lot. He's been in jail. They had some situations with Kim, not Kim, uh, Master P actually got into with Kim K too because he felt like leave it alone. I don't know why. That's a whole nother story. People make comments about Master P all the time. I love Master P and I hate to see anything wrong in him. I mean, I love to see murder too. So it's like, I don't want to see it wrong in either one of them. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, so let's see what happens. But again, as the family of a victim, I can see where they are upset with her. And then she's using her influence to get people out. So, I mean, I get it. Um, it's, it's sad. And I'm sorry to keep saying ow. I mean, um, but, you know, sometimes I'm out of words. So who else? Oh, you know, yeah, I forgot. Kim Kardashian also got... The lady out of jail, the young girl. Well, I can't think of her name. The young girl who um, who shot her pimp. She got her out of jail too. So, you know, Kim K been doing her thing. Shout out to Kim K. Next story. Oh, goodness, this. All right. So, Jamie Foxx made a tweet that he has since deleted that says, They killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Hashtag fake friends. Hashtag fake love. So he posts that and people go nuts. And they say that Jamie Foxx posts horrifically anti-Semitic message to 16.7 million followers. And Jennifer Aniston probably was one of the first to speak out she says this really makes me sick i did not like this post on purpose or by accident and more importantly i want to be clear to my friends and anyone hurt by this showing up in their feeds i do not support any form of anti-semitism and i truly don't tolerate hate of any kind period (sighs) all right so let's see how can we pick this apart This situation here is a cultural thing, all right? So black people say that, and I promise you, I guarantee you, not 
one of us say it because we are trying to uh, talk badly about the Jews. That is not what's going on here. That is a saying that our grandmothers use. That is saying, and it, like I said, it's not, definitely not anti-Semitic. And that's why I really don't understand why Jamie Foxx apologized because you didn't mean to say that. And it was nothing that was hurtful. We say that to basically mean Jesus was perfect. You know, in our eyes, the black people, Jesus is perfect. And if they'll mess over Jesus, what you think they're going to do to you? So that's what it means. We're not saying because of the, the logistics of what happened with the setting Jesus up and who did it and his nationality, that's not important. What we're trying to say is that Jesus was perfect. So if they did it to perfect Jesus, why wouldn't they do it to you when you have all kind of things going on in your life? So that's basically what what that is about. Nothing about being anti-Semitic or nothing like that. Nothing about being hateful. It's just basically, that's just how we talk. It means nothing um, bad at all. Just basically how we talk. It does, you know, it's just, we have to learn how to understand each other's cultures. And that's our culture. We say stuff like that and it does not mean anything bad. It means it literally what we just said. And a lot of times when we're talking about like fake friends, they'll be all in our face and then they'll stab us in the back like Judas, you know. But we're not saying, oh, Judas was Jewish. We're not saying it like that. We're talking about the actual person. See, sometimes when we talk about people, we actually talk about the person. Like, don't miss what I'm just saying. We talk about the person. So we mad at Judas because Judas did something. We're not mad at all Jewish people because Judas did something. That's how other people act. Instead of getting mad at that one person, they get mad at the entire race because of what something that that person did. But in our case, and I think I can speak for most black folks, that's not what we mean when we say they did it to Jesus. Why wouldn't they do it to you? That's basically kind of trying to humble yourself. Like, you're not even close to what Jesus is, and he, they did it to him. They'll do it to you. All right? Um, also, this is a crazy statistic, but Louisiana has an infant mortality crisis, and they also have a maternal mortality crisis. Look at the numbers. And it's just for the infants. I forgot to get the one for the mothers, but what it looked like to me, do not come to Louisiana and have your babies because an infant mortality is basically under one years old. And they talk about the quality of care, the availability of care, because it's some areas are so rural, they don't rural, that's all word, rural, that they don't have access to hospitals and doctors like they should. But like I said, that is that part. We are winding down, and something else came out. Wayne Brady came out and said that he's pansexual. Mr. Brady, nobody is surprised by that. Um, we surprised it took you this long to say something, but my question is, I don't even know why people think that that needs to be an announcement. Whatever happens in your bedroom is in your bedroom. You don't have to make that a, a um, media whatever, so... That's that part, Mr. Brady. And the last story that I have for you, I'm about to go over my 20 minutes, but there was in, where is this? In Boston, two white men actually sued because there was a state pandemic program that they called discriminatory. The program actually gave grants to small businesses of women, people of color, and LGBTQ to help them with pandemic stuff. Now, this is not the only grant available, but this is one particular grant. And of course, these two gentlemen has, uh, they sued and they got a conservative law firm from California that's going to be helping them. And of course, sad part is because of that lawsuit, so many people have their 
grants delayed, ranging from 10000 to 75000 which would have gone to businesses owned by women, immigrants, people of color, LGBTQ, and others who are considered socially and economically disadvantaged. So that's just one of those Big Brother Strikes Again story. Um, I won't speak too much more on that, but y'all can pretty much get what you get out of it. They filed suit because they thought that this program was discriminatory. All right. Also, my next story that is interesting is somebody actually sold a first generation iPod that was still sealed for $29,000. And see, I'm a hoarder a little bit. And sometimes that's why I hate to throw stuff away. Like, I have so much stuff that I probably could sell, but who do we even sell it to? Like, this dude got $29,000. I have an old um, Destiny's Child Barbie doll. I never opened it. I had an Elmo 10th anniversary. I never opened it. I saved stuff. I got the Kobe Bryant um, basketball game or whatever. I didn't even have a whatever game that was, and I bought it because I knew it was going to be important. But that's the hoarder in me. All right. Um, also, some good news for the folks in Oklahoma. There is a $2 billion theme park coming. So that's awesome. That's going to bring a lot of people to that area. Oklahoma's kind of coming up. You know, they got a lot going on at football, you know, with the college, of course. They got the other colleges there, Langston, Oklahoma um, State. There's just a lot going on in Oklahoma. Plus, they're about to have a new theme park. All right, so pretty much that is it. I went over a little bit. I hope y'all enjoyed the story. I hope y'all enjoyed the news. If anything was interesting to you, y'all go ahead and drop a comment. Make sure y'all share this. I'm giving y'all the most important stories so that y'all can keep up when y'all in the barbershop or the nail shop. Y'all know what's going on. Trying to teach y'all something. All right? So that is it. Make sure y'all catch me because I'm going to have some more stories on the regular podcast. But that is it for now.